is a reference tone recorded at our operating level. All right, guys, you are tuned into the Pasco playlist with DJ Rip Raptor here on your BFF.FM. 
best frequencies freaking forever. This lovely day today. What a lovely day! Gonna be having uh, Kevin from Rin Tin Tiger, local band, stopping by the studio a little bit later to play some songs off of their newest album. I want to thank my friend and uh, person who DJs before me, Monica, for holding it down because I was late today. Thank you. She's my friend. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed her show and I hope you will enjoy mine. Gonna be playing some vinyl for you in a moment from Cool Ghouls. Yes, you know them. They are playing at the chapel on the 21st with Meat Market and Gremlin. Should be a fun show. So thank you for listening to your BFF.FM Best Frequencies Forever here in the Secret Alley.
All right, guys, thank you for listening to the Pasco playlist with DJ Rip Raptor here on your best frequencies forever. Just heard a few songs from a couple bands from the Bay Area. Last couple songs were from Oakland-based band Twin Steps, which sadly is no more. I remember when I first moved to the Bay Area about four years ago, go to a lot of uh, Twin Steps shows at Sugar Candy Mountain and, uh, you know, different sort of warehouses, Lobot, the Sort Club, the Nightlight. So the music of Twin Steps sort of has a special place in my heart. Reminds me of when I first moved to the Bay and sort of discovering the bands that were here. And they were a great band and sadly disbanded, but uh, all the members, the former members of Twin Steps, are all sort of doing their own thing. Uh, lead singer Drew, he's got a band called Golden Drugs with uh, Chris Natividad on the drums. Devin Trainer, the uh, <clears throat> old bass player of Twin Steps, is in Pink Slime. The sort of a cool, experimental, sort of post-rock soundscape band. Nick Kalman, who uh, was on the drums for Twin Steps, plays in Religious Girls, another band that I sort of associate with my first sort of months hanging out in Oakland, and they're still around. And uh, John Reddick, the guitar player, uh, books shows and throws parties, and still very much involved in the music scene here, so they're still around, but uh, the band Twin Steps sadly will not be playing any shows anytime soon. Maybe some sort of reunion gig would be cool. If you guys are listening. We heard Junkie Song and Wave of My Emotion off of their 10-inch released on Cola Bruin. And before that, a couple tracks from Cool Ghouls, Queen Sophie and Grace off of the B-side of their self-titled debut release on Empty Cellar. They have a new record out now, too, as well, Swirling Fire, Burning Through the Rye, which is also really good. Check that out if you can. And uh, we're going to keep it East Bay right now and uh, play a couple of tracks from... None other than Shannon and the Clams here on your best frequencies forever.
like you always got dudes around. They took the night off. Don't worry about them. They're lame, real cripples. Hey, when I got off that subway and I saw you, oh, baby, throw it my way. Embedded, soul enchanted. You can find yourself indulging in melanin, sun, death, and die young. So, with a kiss, so take the risk. The God in you knows what to do, but simply can't resist. Hi, and daddy, why I try to? I know you're not coming in. The truth is, I want you to make my words rise. Head stretched to the sky, means my thoughts stay heavenly, means my mind stays fly. So, can't you see the poetics of this journey be recognized universally? Strength separates a girl from me. Guess who I be? Daughter of a shoe. The first to birth the earth out of the sun, stars, and moon. And I assume position to your right. I'm on side with your cage. I translate your rage. I master all your games. Cause I'd have played them love just like a tennis match. Sit back, relax, as I detach you from this wax. It's been a long time coming. You spent a long time running. But I've begun it. Love pistol held tight for the hunting. Bang, bang, I'm coming, bang, bang, no two can do the same thing, and I won't miss, that's cause the flow's rich, bang, bang, it's evidence, and reunite you with some bliss, you're in luck, cause I'm feeling generous, just enough to deconstruct and reconstruct, false gods from the bottom up, kings I build them up, and then I fill them up, with food for their souls, if you a legend untold, then just call me the Rio, let's not forget, I can still freak though, any night of the week yo, getting down low, but I'm not low down, I got 42 laws on my crown, I go hard on the clown, with a mother tongue the birth jump so profound, my diction is stranger than fiction, but only get deeper, Houston is a problem, these niggas in the sleeper, but I stay woke, time keeps spinning like a spoke, and I won't repeat myself like records that's broke, you know, nah, it's been a long time coming, you spent a long time running, but I be gunning, love pistol held tight for the hunting, bang, bang, I'm coming, bang, bang, no two can do the same thing, and I won't miss, that's cause the flow's rich, bang, bang. His
tell me ain't got nothing to worry about but i can't ever seem to ever figure out why
Guys, you are tuned in to BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. Having a nice Wednesday. Some good music. Uh, we just heard a couple of tracks from 
Cody, guitar player of Shannon and the Clams, is a solo project King Lollipop from the record Woodland Whoopie Songs of Old Callowee. That was fun typing that one in to the system. Uh, we heard Wings of a Raven and my personal favorite, Cheeseburger and Fries, because that's what I had for lunch today. Before that, a couple of tracks from a record that I can't stop playing at my house. Luke Sweeney's album Adventure Us out on the Aerobic International label. Saw them down at South by Southwest back in March during the Aerobic International showcase. Luke Sweeney. He is quite the songwriter. We heard Boombox and that's how my baby learned to fly. Before that, we had Ash Ryder with Heatwave, Queen's Delight from Oakland with uh, Love Pistol, and uh, two tracks from Shen and the Clams. We had You Will Always Bring Me Flowers and Baby Don't Do It. You are tuned in to the Pasco playlist on your BFF.FM. Gonna hear one uh, couple from a iconic San Francisco rock band, the Flaming Groovies.
shake some action with the Flame and Groovies. You guys are tuned in to BFF.FM here on the Pasco playlist with DJ Rip Raptor. Have a special guest in the studio at the moment. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself to the vast audience out there listening? What's up, everybody? This is Kev from Renton Tiger, Sun Records and Salon, Field Medic, whatever, all over the place. Every band that you've heard of, Kevin is a part of. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin from Renton Tiger is here, and he is bringing with him an exclusive first look, a BFF.FM premiere of uh, their new record. Straight up. So that's great. Thank you. Kevin, do you want to talk about uh, the record and sort of sure. your process of making it? And This is your guys' uh, second full length? So it's our th- I th- so our first I guess our first sort of full length was eight songs. Mm-hmm. So if you if that one's counted, then it's our third. But if that one's not counted, then it's our second. So this is our whatever it is. Um, it's our fourth release as Renton Tiger. It's a little bit different than our other albums because I play electric guitar on it. And I usually usually stick with the acoustic. Guitar. Yeah, I usually play all acoustic, and um, we sort of. I wanted to, with these songs, uh, in the past I'd sort of just write a bunch of songs and then bring them to the band. With these songs I wanted to get like a little bit more input Mm -hmm. from the guys so that everybody had equal say or something. I mean, I brought the skeletons, but then I really just, we just sort of like worked out the arrangements together. And um, there's like a little bit more harmonies on this album. It's a little bit more, it's a little bit more pop, like... It's a little bit more ultimate pop, mm-hmm. I guess I would say. And how would you describe sort of your guys' sound on, on the other records? Um, I think like on the other records it was kind of dancing between sort of like, I mean it was still definitely pop, like folk pop, country, mm-hmm. something or other, sort of rhythm and blues I guess. And this album has, I mean like all of our records there's a lot of different versions, just like some songs are hella brutal. Some songs are hella boing, some songs are hella poppy, some mm-hmm. songs are hella sketch. <laughs> the main difference is there's no solo songs on this record. So and every song has sort of everyone yeah, in the band involved. It's in a big, like, yeah, big pop, electric, rock and roll, I guess. Did you guys uh, record it um, here, in, here in the city? We actually did it in Oakland at Hellum okay. Sound. Okay. Um, that's where we did our last record, too. So you have a good relationship with the people there and everything. Yeah. We also did our last, our three last albums completely live. This one, we did the instruments live, and then I did the vocals on top. So that's another difference, too. Was that sort of easier? I mean, I feel like that is a little bit, you know, you can kind of focus more on your voice and and the subtle sort of intonations. Yeah, it's weird. I thought it was going to be harder. Right. But then it actually was a little bit easier, because if we could just, like, nail the song instrumentally, then they didn't have to play the song a bunch of times. Because before we'd sort of play, and I'd be like, mm, "Vocal take wasn't good. Let's do the entire song all over again." Right, and then it, even if you had a good drum take, they would still have to just play it all over exactly, again. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that way. But yeah, I don't know. Overall, it's just a little bit more slick. I, I'm not sure. It's hard to say. I mean, it's probably sounds a little more like polished. Yeah, because the electric guitar and the the like isolated vocals and 
but it's still hella. It's just like it's just us playing, pretty much. Still pretty much That's live. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it has that sort of feel to it that people, you know, will get from seeing you guys live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that it definitely captures the sound pretty good. Yeah, the last time I saw you guys live was under some interesting uh, circumstances oh, at the yeah. rickshaw stop. It was a a two band bill that became a one band bill, right? Yeah, it was really bizarre. <laughs> and you guys had to end up sort of just playing like as the opener and the headliner at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, that I mean, it was fun though. It sounded good, and people were into it. And you said you guys played a couple shows this past weekend. Yeah, we played out in Davis at Sophia's Thai Kitchen on Saturday. Nice. And that was hella hyphy. And then we played the first Sunday Streets of the season on Valencia, the first Mission Sunday Streets on Sunday, and that was hella hyphy. Cool, yeah. What, so that's just like they closed down the street and everyone is just out there sort of walking around? Yeah, they're just walking. We're just set up in a corner playing. It's hella fun. Cool. Yeah, it, sound, it sounds like an interesting sort of setup for you guys. I mean, you guys can sort of strip it down and make it pretty minimal, right? You don't yeah, really we can go much. hella strip down or we can go hella rock. I mean... We've done it all, you know, we've even played underwater a couple times. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's just, there's like a certain, it's hard to sing with an oxygen mask on, but <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Um, so Rinton Tiger, what is up with the name Rinton Tiger? Where did that sort of come from? So we used to be called Westwood and Willow when it was just my brother and I who plays bass in the band. Okay, so it's still you and your brother in mm-hmm. there. Cool. And then we got a we got a drummer, and so we decided to change the name to sort of include everybody. And I wanted to call the band Rin Tin Tin, or at least that's that's one of the, of course, if you've ever named a band, one of the like hundreds of weird band <laughs> names you think of. Yeah. And then Andrew, our drummer, said, how about Rin Tin Tiger? And I think like at that point is when like bands with animals in their name were hella big. And I remember being hella jealous of like every band that had an animal in their name because I felt <laughs> hella left out. <laughs> so then I was like, all right, sounds good. And now... It's just our band name forever, you know? Yeah, it's sort of, it's unique, you know? Yeah, it's definitely unique. It's, like, searchable. It's pretty, it's, like, it's bizarre. It's a little bit, like, the alliteration in it is kind of, like, it's just hella boing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, like, like a spring. Mm-hmm. hmm Tiger. Boing. Yeah. And everyone loves to call us Rin Tin or people love to mess up our band name. Yeah, it's pretty easy. One time we played a show with the Mumblers. Have you heard of them before? Mm-hmm. So we played a show with, with Los Niños Invisibles, which is like this famous Spanish band in the Mumblers in San Jose. And there was this hella drunk Spanish chick outside the <laughs> show, or outside the Denny's around the corner from the show nice. afterwards. And she was like crying outside and she's like, Rid, Tin, Digger, and the Mumbler, and the Mufflers. It's hella funny. She was wasted. She was crying because she had such a good time at yeah, the show. Yeah, she was just, I think, actually, it like, seems like there was like an altercation in the Denny's, and one of her like friends was like in a police car, so she was out oh, crying. Shit. But she was still trying to show us love yeah. to Rinton Tigger and the Mufflers. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty hyphy. We played a lot of weird shows. I, we, played, we played like a million shows, I swear to God. You stop counting at this point. Yeah. I mean, if you play two every weekend, you've been a band for like four, four years. Four years, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. That kind of adds up, right? It's hyphy, dude. It's insane. <laughs> I don't even know, like, my day-to-day life, I don't even know what's happening. Like, I can't see. Well, you're here right now, so that's, that's How good. did I get here, dude? <laughs> you're grounded. Now you're grounded at the BFF.fm mm-hmm. studios. So chill. It's hella beautiful in here. Uh, have you guys um, 
been on tour and stuff and sort of been around the country at all? We toured um, off our last record about a year ago, a really cool tour, but we've only really been up the Northwest. We're hoping to take it intercontinental mm -hmm. with this next album. Mm -hmm. But it's all just a matter of if we go platinum or not, you know? Yeah, let's... <laughs> Until then, it's just the minivan up the Northwest. One or the other, right? Mm -hmm. You guys have a van, a touring van? Yeah, we have a Honda Odyssey. It's really, oh, it's really chill. Yeah, I used to drive an Odyssey. Really? That was, that was my first car. It's baller, dude. Yeah, it was like, with like the little aisle in the middle. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah, it's sick. That nice, like, sleek body shape and the and it's, the, lots of trunk space in there. Yeah, good gas mileage and like, it's unassuming tour vehicle because people yeah. think it's a mom. Right, I guess you you lessen the risk of you of it getting like broken into or whatever because mm -hmm. that happens a lot, you know, to touring touring yeah, vans with those really obvious sort of you know Ford uh, vans just so get smashed. I hate criminals, dude. Especially here in San Francisco, it's, it seems like it's sort of been a string of of, of uh, robberies that have kind of been happening. Yeah, dude. Are you behind that? Nah, dude, I hate <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, I've just been stealing gear from other bands for well, so long. Kevin, you have like three amps and like six guitars. So what? <laughs> You're not going to say anything, right? <laughs> no. People, uh, the studio audience doesn't know that I just upped the Glock right now. I just straight up gun <laughs> pistola on my lap. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, there's a special place in hell for people who, who steal from, yeah, dude. from independent musicians. It's so shady. Like, being an independent musician is hella expensive. And like... Super intense emotional ride, you know. So that, like, my brother got robbed uh, when he was moving like two years ago. Oh no! Somebody broke into his car and stole his bass and his amp and hell of our merch. Right. What are they gonna do with the bunch? I mean, of I know it's merch. really, really valuable, but <laughs> it's like, come on, you could at least have left it behind. So we did a Kickstarter for that a couple years ago. We're lucky enough that people helped us, but he just like went out to his car one day and like everything was gone. So sketch, dude. Yeah. Are you, uh, are you from uh, the Bay Area originally? So, yeah, Sean and I were born in San Mateo, and then we spent, we like, we're pretty much raised in San Jose, and then Sean went to community college for a couple years out there. Huh? And then, uh... waving. <laughs> howdy. And then we moved out here when I graduated high school together, so like five gotcha. years ago. Okay, so you came out straight from, straight after high school? Yeah. Did you go to college at all? I went to City College for like a year, but it didn't do very well. And I also got hella like upset going there. It's hella scary, dude. You know what I'm saying? Have you been there before? It's hella dark and scary. I feel like that place is sketch, dude. It's just not. I'm not. With I'm you. not down with CCSF. Straight <laughs> up. Like I only people I met there were. It's pretty, in the Ingles side, right? Yeah, I live. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. I just I just had sort of a bad experience. Yeah, but I've always been really bad at school, yeah. like full full Fs in every class except for English and drama, pretty much. So I bring that drama straight up. <laughs> They're good at acting. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's important to be good at drama if you're a musician, right? You got to keep people entertained. Dude, it's hella chill to be dramatic. I want to be dramatic everywhere I go. Full melodrama. Uh, you guys are celebrating this record that we're gonna listen to a couple tracks from in a second. Um, you guys have a release show, sort of for the record, uh, in July. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, July 10th at the Independent. Cool. Uh, that'll be fun. Independent. That's a nice, nice big venue for it's you guys. It's gonna be really hyphy. 
Do you guys have a full bill together for that, so for that night? So we have Owlpaws is also having an album release oh, nice. that day. So it's a double album release and we're still kind of, we're working out the opener, but whatever it is going to be, it's going to be really sexy, like all around. And then you guys are planning on, on doing some vinyl for this record? or Yeah, what, we, we got idea? vinyl coming cool. through Pirates Press. So cool. keeping it local, we just sent that in, so... It should be there for the record release, but it's cl- also classic to you like. Never know. It's also classic to not have your record <laughs> if you're because it takes really long. Right, it's coming from the Czech Republic, but yeah, we got we got vinyl, so we could do lines off that. Cool, and just just whatever. party backstage mm-hmm. with the vinyl. Um, so let's get a little preview of this this record. Um, start with the first track. What is the uh, the name of the track here? It's called Hold You Down. Hold you down, mm-hmm. and uh, any any sort of uh, backstory to the to the song. Um, let's see. I mean, I wrote part of it at a pumpkin patch, and nice. I wrote the other part years before. And yeah, sort of just came together, sort of a Frankenstein yeah, it was like sort it was of song. Glued up and. Uh, I don't know, somehow, it was actually the last track that we, we had a different song that was going to be on the album, and then mm-hmm. I decided to cut it last minute, so we just started to work on this track instead, mm-hmm. and this was the last track that came together, but then it turned out pretty chill, so now it's the first track. Cool. Let's listen to Hold You Down. from my face. 
that was uh, Hold You Down, the first track on the uh, new Rin Tin Tiger record. So, yeah, you can really sort of tell the has a little bit more of a pop sensibility with the electric guitar. And was that sort of an easy transition for you to, to make? Uh, yeah, kind of. I think that I sort of feel like we should have, I feel like I should have been playing electric guitar like the whole time we've been in a band pretty much. But right. I just like acoustic guitar so much that I didn't really want to let go of it. But it's just so much better playing live to be able to like actually hear my guitar. And, mm-hmm. and also because some of our tracks are pretty brutal which you might you might find hard to believe after hearing that last track but sometimes we get pretty brutal and like it's cool to have a little bit of gain and stuff so have a little distortion yeah a little bit of brutality in there i'd say the hardest part is just carrying the amp dude (laughs) i hate that i'm I'm too weak for that so So what is this uh what is this track second track this track's called small cuts that bleed a lot is this where the name of the album comes from? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lyric in here about Burial Grounds. That's why I don't know if I mentioned the album title Burial Grounds. It's like sort of a haunted haunted area, right? Yeah, it's pretty... Yeah, it has like a lot of different meanings. Right. There was actually a different... It was a, There was a couple different titles before we picked that title. It was called... It was originally called Translucent Wounded, which is a, a different track on the album. But that song is a little bit more kind of like a throwback to our old sound. Mm-hmm. And then until like the very last moment, the album was called Flowers Fall From Your Face, mm-hmm. which is a lyric from the first song. But then when I was looking at it, I just was like looking at the album cover and the album cover is kind of spooky. Like we're like looking into a coffin or something. So just last minute decided to change it to Burial Grounds and I'm pretty pumped about it. Is that you on the harmonica? Yeah. So you play guitar, harmonica, anything else? Uh, so not anything else in this band, but I also play banjo and all sorts of stuff. I don't know. I like to play everything. Did you start off learning guitar, like when you were first started playing music? It's funny because actually I started playing bass. My brother was taking guitar lessons when we were younger, and then I just took bass lessons because we could play together, but I just didn't really like playing bass because I couldn't write songs. And then I learned how to play. Then I, my dad got an acoustic guitar, so I started playing that. The first song I ever learned how to play was um, that Howie Day song, Collide. Even the best fall down sometime. Oh, yeah, 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 I yeah. just like taught it how to play it, myself how to play it because I thought it was hella chill. And then basically every song since then is all those same chords, so <laughs> all you need is G and C. There you go. Uh, do you and your brother in a band in high school? He was in a different band. He was in a band called Pericardium. He was the lead singer, guitar player, headbanger. And then I just played so... Were they a metal band? They were like a prog. It was like progressive. It was very um, like politically charged. Mm. Sort of like... They would do like Rage Against the Machine covers. Okay. So it was like... It wasn't... But it was also hella like Pink Floyd influence. So it was hella spacey, but then sometimes hella brutal. And then I was just playing solo as Westwood and Willow. I was also a rapper, like, before that. Just, you, got, you got flow? Yeah, for sure. I wish I could rap. I mean, I can rap, but, like, it just... I don't really think, like, white rappers, like, are ever, like, as chill. You know what I'm saying? You have to sort of have... It will always be, like, sort of funny if you're a white rapper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, if I'm a rapper, I want to talk about some, like, fucked up shit. And, I, unfortunately, I just can't. Because I'm not, like, a fucked up person. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
You're like, yeah, I'm from the mean streets of San Mateo. I'm like, yo, man, I was born in Belmont, motherfucker. You feel me? I ain't never done no time. Yeah, I lived in San Jose. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So I like, I liked like part of it, like something I do is full time freestyle, which is when I decide that I'm just gonna like let go of any feelings that I have. I just go, we'll go for full time freestyle for a couple days, which is where I just like do anything that basically anyone asks me. That seems chill, and yeah. I'll just get like hella drunk and super baked for days on end, and just freestyle the whole time. I, I don't really have like conversations with people. I just rap. So like you know when a crazy guy comes up to you on the bus and just yeah. starts talking to you, you, about you, you, would you, talk, you would talk back to them. And it's everything. like it's like that is, see that's like the danger of full time freestyle is like it seems like fun at first like ha 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 I don't have to like, like for example like. I think I was full-time freestyling at when Different Fur had a, that party that I ran into you at. Oh, yeah, that was a, that was a legendary night. Yeah. It will go down in history as the, sure. the annals of San Francisco lore. But, so that was during one of your, one of your one full-time of, freestyles? Yeah, but I realized full-time freestyle is actually like a defense mechanism. It's actually right. not a good place to be. It's a dark place. It seems wacky. It seems fun. But the thing is, when you're full-time freestyle, you're not taking in anything because mm-hmm. someone would be like hey dude do you want to like can we talk about something and you like you just freestyle instead of answering and like it's like <laughs> the craziness is just like the problem is you could slip into full-time full-time permanent you don't want to go you don't want to go full full-time yeah freestyle. exactly it's like i think it's like a, you should activate it sometimes right. when you just when you really need to let go but i would caution any youngsters listening right now <laughs> that have experimented with full-time freestyling that this could become your life it's just it's sort of a way of life isn't it it is it is dude full-time freestyle is definitely a lifestyle yeah and it's hella sketch the full-time freestyle lifestyle has it ever gotten you in trouble like with the cops or anything like that nah but it's definitely gotten me in trouble with my own like the police of my heart yeah yeah the most dangerous cops of all Mm mm-hmm Okay, let's give some our full attention to the next track here. Uh, this is the fourth song on the album. This song's called Shards of Glass. Shards of Glass. Is it a love song? No, this song is hella, <laughs> hella brutal. Well, it's not hella brutal, but it's pretty spooky. Let's take a listen. We'll let the listeners decide. Rin Tin Tiger with Shards of Glass off of their new album. Unreleased at this point, but will be coming out... Hopefully in time for the record release show on July 10th at the Independent. This is Shards of Glass on your BFF.FM. Yeah. 
Charity, I'd helped her out before. It was a night shift, it was freezing, she slept by the door. When she saw there was no spoilage, me on more whore. Picking through shards of glass fields, the same as if you rubies in the dark. It's a relationship between, thank you, song. is uh, Crooked Kid, the fifth song on the album. tuned in to bff.fm this is the pasco playlist and we are live in the studio with kevin from rin tin tiger rin tin tigre and the mufflers and uh we are listening to their new record um so yeah like you were saying the first few tracks have a little more of a 
folky kind of pop feel and then it sort of gets a little more dissonant now was that something that you guys planned when you were sort of coming up with the with the track list and the record did you sort of want it to feel like you know an album that you could listen from start to finish and sort of go on a little bit of a little bit of a trip yeah we definitely set it up like a little bit of a journey because it's gonna be it's the first one's gonna be on a record so we were thinking about a side b side like this track that's on right now is the end of the a side so the a side starts hella boing hella pop and then it gets super nightmare for a second and then it gets hella emo for this track and then on the b side the first track kind of picks back up on the on the boing party tip and it's just yeah Sean, my brother, is sort of like the the layout man for the album, so I think it definitely takes you on a little bit of a trip, because track four, Shards of Glass, is like spooky, but it's not brutal, and then Crooked Kid is hella brutal, it's just a breakdown, the whole song, it's just two chords, and then there's one other track, the second to last track, Speak With Me, is hella brutal, there's a, there's a, it's my first guitar solo, actually, What? straight up, I'm pretty fucking pumped about that. <laughs> That's awesome. Your first guitar. Yeah, solo. straight up. I was just hell into shredding, like leading up to the studio, and there's this section of the song, and I we were sitting in there. I was like, I was like, maybe I should bust a guitar solo on this part, and I expect everyone to be like, Nah, dude, you're stupid. But they were like, Sure, and yeah. I was like, All right, dude, I'm fucking <laughs> I'm <doing> so <laughs> down. So I'm pretty stoked on that. You're like I'm going for it. Yeah, dude, it's hella fun. And do you guys have your album artwork already? Already yeah, lined up? Yeah, we actually just dropped it yesterday. So if you go to the Rinton Tiger Facebook, you could take a look. It's just like all of us super hazily looking down at you through a ring of flowers. And um, it's kind of weird because um, like the cover of our Toxic Pocketbook album was like me sitting somewhere looking kind of sad. And then the cover <laughs> of, our, of our album Splinter Remedies is me like shooting myself in the head. And then this new album is called Burial Grounds. It sort of looks like we're like looking like down at a at a casket or through a casket so sort of like it's yeah fucking brutal dude oh nice you guys just uh, crossed the the threshold of 3000 facebook likes yeah it's hella sketch we had 3000 likes for like a little while and then facebook deleted a bunch of them oh they like robots or something yeah Okay, I see the I see the album now. Yeah, what's what's your shirt with? It's is a that dog. a big dog? Is that yeah. a big dog? It's shirt? a mastiff, dude. <laughs> it's like the chillest T-shirt that I have. I got it at this thrift store in Los Angeles. No, nice. actually, I got a thrift store in Vacaville. What about this fan art? Is that you? No, I, yeah, I actually drew that. That's a flyer for our show at Rickshaw. Style. Oh, the one that I came to. The, yeah, it was it ended up only being you guys. Yeah, it's <laughs> a pretty accurate flyer. Um, do you guys have any shows uh, coming up between? In the next, you know, few weeks or anything like that? Um, we're doing a few shows. I'm trying to remember. I Like, we're not playing any shows in the city. Um, You're trying to sort until of play out, try yeah. to play out a little bit. But we're going to be doing um, an Oyster Fest in Slow, hella oh, cool. randomly. So anyone, for the vast radio audience out there, if anyone's in Slow, we're playing at the Oyster Fest. Um, I think... I don't remember. I'm... There's also I just like I said my life's a blur I don't really know what's going on I just like you're not, you're I just get who, I just get uh, in the car you know what I mean you're not the one in the band who um, <laughs> does all the uh, all this kind of stuff yeah Sean is like the booking the booking uh, guru 
but it's confusing because now that I run uh, this like record label and do solo stuff too, I'm just like I'm also booking stuff, so I'm just like hitting them up and like, dude, we have a show this day, and it's, it's like usually every weekend I just like am doing hella stuff. What's but, your uh, What's your record label? So the record label is called Simon Records and Salon, records with a Z, and uh, it's a cassette record label. Um, it's me, my solo stuff, and then three people that live in my house. Um, if you go to sunroomrecordsandsalon.bandcamp.com, you can find all of our stuff. It's just like, the reason I started it was because I was kind of looking for a home for my solo stuff, kind of like songwritery. That's That's uh, field medic, right? Yeah, field medic stuff. And I record all to cassette, so I wanted to put it out on cassette, but a lot of cassette labels are like metal or like noise, you know what I mean? Like most cassette, there wasn't really like any songwriter cassette record labels, so then I just started one. Cool, and you got and you've been able to sort of make make a few cassettes from it. Yeah, you have like a little setup at your house where you just copy them. Yeah, I have a cassette duplicator. Yeah. So we like we do all of our recording on a couple different four tracks that I have, and then I just order blank tapes and then make the tapes myself. So it's like an all in-house operation. There's a few cassette labels coming out of LA, like Lollipop Records, Wiener Records, Burger Records, yeah. cassettes and stuff like that. And their cassettes are usually, like, you know, translucent blue or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, their tapes, like, labels that have a little bit more money, their tapes are sick as fuck. Yeah. But what's, like, sort of the startup cost to doing a doing a cassette label like that? Well, I got really lucky with the duplicator that I got, because uh-huh. I got it for, like, $20 from some church, and it was in hella good condition. And they gave me, also gave me, like, 50 tapes and hella cases. Nice. It was insane. Like I Like, I feel like the actual, like, price of that... Well, I mean, then again, it depends. It's like, I don't know how many people are trying to buy cassette duplicators, but, like, it's a really sick piece of gear. Yeah. So that only cost me 20 bucks. And then, like, to buy tapes that are blank costs me, like... It's hard to say. It's not that... The thing I like about doing a cassette is that it's just all pretty cheap. Like, mm-hmm. I get all yeah, my... Yeah, you don't have to... It's not that expensive to make yeah. yeah. It's like, I get all my materials at thrift stores, basically. Like, blank tapes that I record on, I just pick up randomly and, like... The tapes that I duplicate onto, I just order in bulk for like, you know, it's like under, it's like under 200 bucks. And then, but it's like a lot of like handwork, you know what I mean? Like I paint all the labels myself. Right, that's cool. And it's, but it's hella chill. It's hella fun. I have a cassette player in my car, so I try to buy tapes whenever I can on my shows and stuff. Oh, dude, I gotta bring you some next time I see you. Hell yeah, man. Please do. I'll, I'll listen to it on, my, on road trips and stuff. We're gonna have cassettes of the new Renton Tiger album, too. Cool. We're hoping to get gold or something hella exclusive. Yeah, yeah, get something, get something crazy. Yeah. And only have them, only have the gold ones at the release show or yeah, something. Yeah, hella fucking rare, dude. <laughs> We're at like one of 25 mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> People feel like they're getting they're getting something exclusive, you know. Um, so you sort of have a little bit of a, I want to say a drawl or sort of twang in your voice when you sing. Is that yeah. something you do consciously, or is that just sort of how you? I think it's just because my voice is hella nasally, and I listen to a lot of like Towns Van Zant, like Bob Dylan and stuff. I like like ridiculous like country. Like, that's kind of, like, my roots in songwriting was, like, I used to just be hella emo. Uh, when I was, like, in high school, it was, like, you know, like, the scene aesthetic, like, acoustic duo, like, oh, my God, my girlfriend kind of shit. And then I started listening to Bob Dylan, and I realized that you could, like, write a song that was hella good that wasn't about that. 
even though which is funny to say because I feel like most of the tracks on this album are about girls but <laughs> I mean all, all songs are about girls sort of pretty but, much right but like I sort of learned like songwriting by listening to like Bob Dylan and Woody Guthrie and Fionn Reagan and stuff so I just like those that kind of like folk sound. So you sort of absorbed the aesthetic a little bit. I you... feel like a cowboy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who's also like a girl on the inside. <laughs> Is this album sort of your your coming out coming out party? As being like as being like a sort cowboy. of feeling like a girl. Yeah. I think well, I have this song called "I Wish I Was a Girl." I feel like that's gonna be when the truth really comes out. Yeah. The thing is, Rinton Tiger is like sort of like I think Rinton Tiger is kind of like my masculine side. That's kind of like where I focus the energy is just like that, like being hell of hyphy because a lot of our sound is based on energy and like getting people to dance and stuff. And so I think there might be like some clues in there in the album though, but I'd have to think about it a little bit. Somewhere you gotta sort of follow the breadcrumbs a little bit. Yeah. Right? And your life, so your life shows, you know, are usually pretty, pretty high energy. Yeah, hella hyphy. But then you guys can sort of strip it down and and make it, you know, chill if you need to. Yeah, for sure. We 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 keep it pretty chill sometimes. It's interesting. We used to be hella more chill. Right. But now this album is just full blat. It's really hard to sing when you go full blat. That's something I will tell the studio audience today. But, you know, we played like, you know, we could play in the corner, you know, just like with a hella tiny kit, right. just play all sad, like slow songs. The only slow song on this album is the last song. It's called Tiptoes. So the, this album is a little bit more sort of geared it's, towards the, the live, it's just kinetic geared, sort of fun. I guess it's fun. just geared towards being hella hyphy, like the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like this is the most brutal track. This one's called Speak With Me. This is where that, the guitar solo and, uh, Where, where's the guitar solo at in this it's, song? It's like maybe thirty seconds from now. Okay, we'll we'll we'll, we'll turn that one up so we so Sick. everyone can hear. Here. This is the world premiere of my guitar solo, <laughs> and just just a warning. You've been waiting four yeah. years for this moment, Kevin. And now the entire next Rinton Tiger album is just gonna be pure guitar solos. Uh, are you guys getting any help with uh, releasing the album? No, dude. With a tear in my eye. Wait, hold on. <laughs> this is a guitar solo. Turn right, up real quick. Damn, that was brutal. <laughs> that was fuzz. That was fuzzed out the Full game. Full fuzz, dude. Demons coming through the tubes, dude. <laughs> Screaming like... demons. <laughs> it sounds like it felt really good. It was. Just... I was hella pumped, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still hella pumped on it. Like you're just like listening to it. You're just like for everyone who can't see, he's just like smiling. Yeah. <laughs> That's self-satisfied smug. But yeah, we've never had any support of any kind. Like, we've never had any PR campaign, mm-hmm. any... I used to call us the most hated band in the Bay. That was just, like, a joke. But we've always but just... It's partially, partially true. It's partially true. Everybody hates us. But, like, you know, everything that we have is thanks to, you know, the people that support us that come to our shows or, you know, pick up a CD when we're playing on the street. So 
thanks to everybody out there. And uh, I don't know, but hopefully this record is the one that goes platinum. And then it'll just be jets, you know what I'm saying? Jets and cigars. Private jets. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of, you know, I mean, you guys have sort of built your fan base from, from scratch. Fully from scratch. You know, and that's... It's impressive, you know, and it's it's also rare um, to have sort of the reach you guys have just by playing a million shows. Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> dude. I think it's all thanks to Sean, my brother, because he's yeah. like really, like, good at, at sort of, like, promotion, I guess. It's harder for me to do it because it's hard for me to hit up somebody and, like, sort of talk about my own songs in a way that's not weird for me or for them you know what I mean so it's cool that he can have like that outside perspective and just blat people hella hard because it's not you know what I'm saying yeah I mean it sort of is a hustle you know you have to definitely it's a hustle you have to you know be your be your number one like hype person yeah like yo this shit is sick as fuck (laughs) it's mine yeah yeah please believe me yeah This is sort of where the album ends. Yeah. On a nice sort of... Sort of a ballad. Yeah. And this is more like you know, the, the other stuff that you guys have released. Yeah, kind of like... It's kind of a subtle homage cool. to the past. But is this sort of the new a new direction for you guys? Like, does this album... Do you see this album as like a little bit of a turning point? In, or is it just like, let's just make an album like this... Because it's fun, and then we'll sort of revert back to how it was before. I mean, I think, I mean, definitely going to stay electric. I feel like what I foresee in the future is, like, sort of post, post-punk, post sort of just, like, I think I might do a little bit less strumming in the future, sort of just, like, weird, like, melodic guitar lines that are hella spooky and, and catchy and, like, more... But then, I don't know. I mean, it's it's actually hard to say, like... We don't have, we have like a couple songs, new songs beyond this album that we've been working on, but pretty much this is just like, what we have on this album is basically like where Rinton Tiger's at right now. So it's impossible to know what's happening next. Yeah, I mean, shoot. And this album, you guys are hoping it'll carry you till the end of the year, maybe on some tours, maybe to yeah. Europe. I mean, I would love to go to Europe and just you know, go full-time freestyle in Europe and just get a tattoo of the Eiffel Tower, you know what I'm saying? The Europeans are much more receptive to the uh, full-time freestyle life, life, yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, I heard Europeans love American music and, yeah. like, folk-style no, I mean, stuff. Yeah, a big market out there for it. You just have to, um, you know, find the right person to pay for your plane ticket. Yeah. Or you just know. pay for it yourself. What it comes down to is that playing music is just hella fun, and it's like cool to to play music to give to give people something to listen to. You know what I mean? So I think the reward in being a musician is just doing that. You know? Are you um, digging on any uh, other bands right now in the in the Bay Area that you want to give any any kind of shout out to out there? What do you think about this shout out? I mean, our boys Tumbleweed Wanderers are coming out with their next album. Oh yeah, hella chill. My boys and Growler. Just put out an album recently. Yep. Hella chill. 
And, uh, you know, like my Sunroom affiliates, Albion Moonlight, Windmills, Derek Ted. And Derek is also lead singer of Alpaz, mm-hmm. Ultimate Bra. Mm-hmm. Picture Atlantic are, are totally our Braz. They have a new album coming out. They record at Helm Sound as well. Oh, nice. Oh, and our friends, Eyes on the Shore. We've been playing a lot of shows with them recently. Those guys are fucking hella Braz. Tight. And a Yawnworth Yelling in San Jose. Fucking hella Braz. Yeah, they, um, I've seen them before. They're awesome, dude. They're fucking, like, crazy, like, so technical. It blows my mind. And they play, I mean, San Jose sort of has a, a bit of a shortage of, of small live music venues, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's not, there's not many, like, elbow rooms or, uh, there's you basically know, night lights or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, basically just two places to play, which would be SLG Art Boutique and, um, Cafe Stretch. Those are, like, the two most chill spots. Potentially the only chill spots I, I can't say that for certain but that's just like the places that we play that are hella cool so yeah it's it's tough in SJ dude it's fucking tough ass streets out there in SJ yeah I know all those um, Silicon Valley you know tech employees just running around just polo shirts and, <laughs> and Google Glass and hella lost trying to find where they're going on their iPhone you've been you know playing music in San Francisco for four years now have you you know are you happy with the music scene here have you seen it get better seen it get worse you know what's your sort of take on the temperature level right now of live music and what, what everything that's happening in san francisco with the housing crisis and you know the storylines that we, we've all heard i mean what i'll say about the temperature is that i did actually for i feel like for a while i sort of like was not a non-believer of the whole like tech boom takeover thing but in the last few months i like have been to Dolores Park a couple times and I hadn't been there in like I feel like over a year and I was like the scene has changed for sure it's basically just a bunch of tech bros and hella drunk sorority girls drinking yeah. wine out of red cup wine glasses yeah. and white pants stumbling around so <laughs> those damn white pants <laughs> those fucking white pants get me every time so I don't know I feel like musically uh, I mean it's a, it's a really sad that Cafe du Nord closed and, um, you know, the, I guess, Elbow Room is going to close. But I still, f- I feel pretty chill about where the music scene is at. It's interesting how, it's interesting how bands come and go. You know, bands that are super hot, you know, a band that was super hot in like 2012 might just be literally like disappeared now. And that, for me, is where the confusion comes in. But I think it still feels chill. It's, it's a cool spot. What I don't, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything I don't like. I like. I love San Francisco, dude. Like, it's hella chill. I just like riding the bus, riding the train. The uni, yeah. <laughs> I never. I haven't driven in five years, so just walk all over the place. And I think for the most part, although like there is definitely some tech bros, rude nerds, you know, roaming the streets. I think the spirit is still. The spirit will always be there. Do the tech bros come come to see Rinton Tiger play? Nah, dude. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know who comes to see Renton Tiger play. Just like, <laughs> seems like just really, whenever people come to like talk to me at a show that that came to see us, they're just always really fucking chill brez. Like, I feel like people that see Renton Tiger are like us. They're just like, dude, I'm hella chill. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm a brez. Do you guys have any like super fans or groupies or anything like that? Uh, no groupies. Unfortunately, <laughs> but I don't know if I would say super fans either. You know, we have some really like some dedicated fans that have been with us since cool. the beginning, and that's cool. really awesome. 
Yeah, it's always a good feeling to have, you know, to see familiar faces at every show. And Yeah, I'm always thinking about, like, when we get signed, there's going to be a pizza party for only True Brez. Like, everyone that's been there from the start, you're invited to Helizante's Pizza, tons of gin, just, like, everything you want. It's going to be... I guess I have to ask, am I am I invited to the to the party, Kevin? Yeah, dude. You're definitely Am coming. I a True Brez? You're a True Brez, for sure. <laughs> but anybody else, any, any Brez that come around after the fact that have betrayed me or Rinton Tiger in the oh, past... By, oh, by the way, oh, yeah, I always liked you guys. They show up no. at the party, they're like, no. can I get a slice? I'm like, nah, dude. This is only for True Brez. Straight up. So I'm just saying the pizza. I'm really looking Using forward to that pizza, pizza party. Using the pizza exclude people. <laughs> it's yeah, not because I want to exclude them. It's you just because I want to show love to the people that showed right. love to us when we were just like, you know, struggling. Because it's like I don't know. Everybody's struggling in life, and to be able to show love to somebody else, right. you know, on their path, even though everybody, no matter what you're doing, is struggling. It's just like that's actually a very honorable act. Well, struggling is the way of the world, right? Yeah, and it deserves payment in pizza form. <laughs> um, we are uh, just about out of time here on the BFF.FM Pasco playlist. Kevin, any last words of advice for the kids out there? I want to just say make sure that you keep love in your heart and keep, keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the prize. Live that... Um, Full, full-time freestyle. Do the full-time freestyle lifestyle, but don't get caught in full-time, full-time freestyle, because then you'll become hella crazy. You gotta watch out. It's dark out there, y'all. Part-time, full-time freestyle. Yeah, part-time. 20 hours a week. Well, thank you, Kevin, for coming by and uh, playing us your new record, and uh, guys out there, listen to Rinton Tiger. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. And uh, I guess we'll see you um, on the 10th at the Independent, July 10th. Hell yeah, dude. Save the date. All right, guys, um, time for me to get on out of here. We have Sarah up next with Lyrical Genius. What's the theme today? Working at your 9 to 5 lifestyle. Working at your 9 to 5 lifestyle, which none of us do because we're all here on the radio. Thank you guys for listening.